In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. Letdowns in political history. Yeah. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love We are. We take what's happening at the southern border very seriously. Unlike some, and unlike the president of the United States, who has refused to lift a finger to secure that border. And you've had millions and millions of people pouring across illegally, record amount of fentanyl coming into our country. It is absolutely killing Americans in record numbers. Of course, you have criminal aliens, but just the sheer number of people, it's not the way you run a country. Uh, unfortunately, there's a lot of folks that come across. Where do they want to end up? A lot want to come, because everyone wants to come to Florida. And so we've, we've worked on innovative ways to be able to protect the state of Florida from the impact of Biden's border policies. And so that's involved a number of things. We've had different operations in the Panhandle where we've stopped uh, human smugglers. There have been tr criminal charges brought. There have been drug seized. There have been a whole bunch of things. But yes, if you have folks that are inclined to think Florida is a good place, our message to them is we are not a sanctuary state. And it's better to be able to go to a sanctuary jurisdiction. And yes, we will help facilitate that transport for you to be able to go to greener pastures. Well, I would just note Biden would fly people in the middle of the night, dump them all across this country. There was no warning on any of this. They're doing it and they're farming people out all around. 
They're also doing things like, so, you know, we've had people right on the border uh, helping, working ways. They will dump in San Antonio, and these people have, uh, you know, they're basically just there. And a lot of them end up migrating to different parts. But it's harder for us to stop a onesie twosie coming into Florida because I don't know if you're just driving a normal car and you have one or two people in it who are illegal. You, you can't determine that on the front end. You can do if there's large movement or caravans or buses, but we haven't had that partially because Governor Abbott is busing to New York City and D.C. And all those people in D.C. and New York were beating their chests when Trump was president, saying they were so proud to be sanctuary jurisdictions, saying how bad it was to have a secure border. The minute even a small fraction of what those border towns deal with every day is brought to their front door, they all of a sudden go berserk. And they're so upset that this is happening. And it just shows you, you know, their virtue signaling is a fraud, okay? They, they are supporting policies that are just frankly indefensible. It is not defensible for a superpower to not have any control over the territory of its country, over the borders of its country. And he inherited a situation where you didn't have this happening. And yes, we needed to build the wall. There was more that we needed to do. He reversed the Trump policies, knowing what would end up happening. And you know, one of the reasons why we want to transport because we obviously it's expensive if people are coming here you got to it taxes social services and all these other things and so if we can do in a sanctuary well then the chance that they come to florida goes down dramatically but it is also the case that you know every community in america should be sharing in the burdens it shouldn't all fall on a handful of red states and so they're now doing it now they have to decide okay this is a policy you've supported to have an open border you don't like it as much when you get just a small, small, small amount compared to what these folks have dealt with in, the, in Texas and in other states. And of course, we are just at one state that everybody wants to come to. Yes, we see Americans moving here in record numbers, people visiting here. We were the number one state for foreign tourism by far in 2021 for all U.S. tourism. But even people across the border, there's a lot that say they want to come to Florida. So our message is, you know, we're not a sanctuary state. Uh, we don't have benefits or, or any of that. There are some sanctuary jurisdictions, and that would be better. Now, what would be the best is for Biden to do his damn job and Amen. secure the border. Amen. Amen. That would be best. Uh, I, believe, I, I believe I agree with that, Governor Ron DeSantis. It would be best for all of us if he would do his job at the border or at least the person that he tasked to do that job, and that was cackling Kamala Harris. She should be working her butt off to secure that border. Biden should be working his butt off to secure that border. I tell you guys every single day on this program, every pit that they dig for you to fall into, they will fall in. Every trap that they set for you, they will step in themselves. And this border crisis is no different. They tried to reverse President Trump's policies because they hated the man so badly. They let their hatred of one man destroy this nation until the point where they are now busting them out of their cities and crying and begging for National Guard help and crying and begging uh, for, for their governors to, to, to call a state of emergency. So they're calling little uh, states of emergency in their own little blue cities. What happened? See, this is, 
I understand where some people think this is childish. I wish they'd just stop them right at the border and turn them right back around and ship them out. Unfortunately, you and I can't make that decision. Governors can. Governors can do that. And I think they should do that, but they won't. They're too scared of the backlash. I don't see backlash. I see them, them being touted as heroes, really, if they were to do something like that. But what this does is it shows the voter, number one, that there is a southern border invasion. And it also shows the voter that these wide-open, bleeding-heart liberal communists like Lori Lightfoot, like Mayor, uh, Mayor Eric Eighth Grade Ab- Adams, like uh, Mayor Muriel Bowser, it'll show that these people are nothing but hypocrites. And I, and I think that's, that's the best part about all of this. You wanted a sanctuary city. You wanted all of this to happen. You blamed us for sending them back or, or breaking up their families. But now you can keep them within their own families and you can bring them into your home, bring them into your neighborhood. So I think Governor Ron DeSantis responded in the most perfect, logical, and even caring way as you possibly can. He is doing exactly what the sanctuary cities want, and he's doing what the illegal immigrants want. They want to be in a woke-topia heaven where they think that they're going to a better, uh, to greener pastures, to quote Ron DeSantis, but really all they're doing is going right to the same stuff that they're trying to leave from in their own countries. Folks, you're locked and loaded right here on Live from America. Thank you very much for joining in this evening. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting, as always, from the live-free-or-die granite state of New Hampshire, and it is a blessing and an honor to do this job for you. If you're watching on digital TV, uh, hello, how are you? Uh, You know what? I wouldn't mind if you grabbed your phone. While you're on digital TV and jumped on Rumble or Getter or any of these social media platforms and give us a like, a rumble, and a share, that would also help out. And if you're watching on social media, I don't think I have to tell you, you guys, you guys are already our little uh, uh, finger soldiers. You guys, are, you guys are really great with the likes, the rumbles, and the shares, and I appreciate it. Um, I want to get to some emails uh, this evening. Uh, we've got a couple here. Uh, this one is from Carlos Rebecca Lee. And Carlos Rebecca Lee wants us to make sure that we remember, folks, that uh, September is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Now, uh, I know there's a lot of people out there in the LFA family who, uh, you know, who help uh, children with cancer. And, 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 you know, there's various hospitals, various organiza- organizations out there, uh, St. Jude's and, and, and others. My wife and I do as well. Um, and, and it's... it's Whenever I see any of those commercials or ever when I, anytime I hear a story, it's set, it's, it's, it's weird because I get really sad and I feel so bad for that family. But at the same time, I see their strength and I, and I get inspired by their courage and, and, and the way that they, uh, they take it head on. It's, it's really remarkable. Um, but yes, so my favor I need from you is to help us spread child cancer awareness month for the rest of this month. For those who are fighting, fought, survived, and gained their beautiful wings against this horrible disease. It would mean much, so much to, uh, those of us who have been here uh, with a child or those who are still fighting an incredibly hard disease. Our kid needs, our kids needs saving in so many ways. And it's not far it's not uh, far that they have to deal with any of this, whether it's disease, sex trafficking, kidnapping, etc. 
Uh, fair, I think she meant to say. It's not fair. Thanks again for everything. We love you dearly. Rebecca Lee, God bless. Uh, yes, child, uh, Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if, you, if you can do anything to bring some joy to a youngster who might be dealing with this, please do so. Uh, good morning, Jeremy. This is from Race Mom 53 uh, Tanja Thornton. I just wanted to uh, take a moment to thank you for bringing me back to God. September 22nd, I will, be, I will have 24 years of sobriety. Through those years, I just went day by day, same routine, and stopped getting on my knees to pray. My life was okay. Just had troubles with kids, money, and daily struggles like all of us. Then one day I opened Facebook and saw your show back when I was on uh, Facebook. The Backyard Days. Here we go. I listened and have been hooked ever since. Your care and understanding of God and patriots and no judgment towards anyone's past. You made me see the light again. Going back to the Bible, my life is now happy again. You know the struggles are real. My favorite part of the day is saying the Lord's Prayer with the LFA family together. Thank you for everything you do for us, and I pray every day for you and your family. Keep doing God's work, and we will always win. And that is Race Mom 53. And ladies and gentlemen, as well, um, Frack on Getter, uh, prayers for her mother, Rosary. Rosary uh, looks like Darns or Darks. Rosary Darks. Rosemary Darks. Uh, may be close to the end of her life, and that is frack on getter. Uh, please keep her in your prayers. Uh, let's go. Let's do that now, folks. Let's go to the Lord now. Let's go to the Lord now on this September 15th year of our Lord, 2022. Bring your feelings of failure into the light of my presence, where we can examine them together. In my brilliant light, the feelings shrivel and shrink because they are based on lies. Let the light of my unfailing love Shine upon you, dispelling the darkness, lifting you closer and closer to me. Psalm 36, 7 through 9. How priceless is your unfailing love. Both high and low among men find refuge in the shadow of your wings. They feast on the abundance of your house. You give them drink from your river of delights. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see light. And from 1 Corinthians 15, 57, but thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And before you turn out the light, for as long as you need, sit here with me and soak in my love. Folks, uh, one thing that I suggest is when you leave for work every morning or if if you're retired already and you don't work, go outside every morning and just close your eyes and listen to God around you. God is everywhere. God is literally everywhere. And if you soak that in every single day to start your day, I promise you, I promise you, you will have a wonderful, wonderful day. All right, let's go to the Lord now. Please remove your hats and let's say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. 
The prayers that we say every day together, the soaking in God's rays, God's sunlight, God's love, uh, making sure that you make time for him every day, making sure that his name or Jesus Christ's name is on your lips daily. It changes everything. I know some people are afraid to do it. Some people are like, ah, it feels weird. I might get embarrassed. Don't get embarrassed. Don't ever be embarrassed for your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Profess it loudly. Sing songs of praise every day. And we'll be right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk about earlier real quick. Now, I got a, of course, I, I knew I was going to get a plethora of emails uh, earlier today or, or messages, I should say, however they come in, um, about my yelling and about my screaming earlier. Now, let me take a drink of coffee first. Don't worry, I'm not going to say anything jazzy. I got it out. I got it all out earlier. What I will say, though, is this. Um... If you've been with me since the backyard days, then you know that we laugh, we cry, we smile, we frown, we scream, we whisper, we, we worship, we, we do everything together. And I am no better, and I am no stronger, smarter than really any one of you. I can tell you that right now. I, uh, I don't feel like I'm better. I don't feel like I'm strong. I don't feel like I, my, what I say is, is, is more important than when, I, when somebody else says uh, but I but I promised you one thing when I started this show, if you remember. Actually, I promised you a few things. But one of the many things that I promised you is that I would always keep it real. I, <laughs> I promised you that I would always keep it real. And uh, I know I apologize a lot. I'm not going to apologize tonight. I'm not going to do that. But I am going to say that I told you I would always keep it real with you. I told you I would always keep it 100, as the kids say, right? Actually, they say keep it 100. I told you I'd keep it 100 with you. I told you I'd keep it real with you. And that's real. Those emotions that you see coming through, none of that is planned. I don't sit there before a show and go, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to just get, I'm going to get out of control today on the show, Eli. Hey, Sabrina, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go absolutely nuts today. I never do that because if I did do that, number one, it wouldn't be real. And number two, it would never happen because everybody with some sense around them, uh, around me would say, uh, no, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Uh, so I, I promised you I'd always be real. I promised you I'd always be human. And that's just what it's going to be here, you know. And I, and I get it. Some people need to take breaks. Sometimes we'll see a whole bunch of people leave the audience. And sometimes we'll see an influx of people. All I know is that we're here. We're spreading the gospel. We are being strong for our country. We're being strong for our families. We get ticked off. We cry. We laugh. That is never going to change here on Live from America. I don't care if LFA TV tomorrow blew up and was in every house in the, in the country. It would not change from what it is right now. Yes, production would get better, but the rawness of what you see every day would never change. So I just want to let you know, if you need to take a break from LFA, we got you. It's okay. We're not going to fault you. We're not going to be like, oh, the so-and-so left. Just take a break. And come back, okay? But I can promise you, when I go crazy like that, that is me letting out weeks and weeks and weeks of frustration. And it's better to do here with my LFA family that can absorb it because you understand where it's coming from than it is to at, my, uh, at home with my family 
who doesn't understand where it's coming from. Let's face it, I might do this for a living, but my family does not know what I go through on a day-to-day basis with these stories and what we go through together with me broadcasting them to you, okay? Um, I will tell you, though, um, that I have fun doing it, and I love the rawness of it, and that's why it will never ever, ever change. Um, I would ask a happy birthday to Debbie. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Debbie. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Debbie. I love you. We all love you. God bless you. I want to give a big shout out to everybody watching on Getter. Folks, I wish that 100% of you that were watching would be able to rumble this. I know not everybody can get in the live chat. I know not everybody can rumble rant like on the app, but everybody can rumble it, and I would appreciate that, okay? Let's get into the show, and let's get busy. All right, thank you very much. We're about ready to get started here on Real America's Voice News live from America. Uh, I just want to say thank you for joining in every night. Thank you for your tenacity, your dedication, and your loyalty to the show. There are so many people outside the everyday LFA family that watch this show, that love it, that are incorporated into it. And I just want to say it's about the realest show you're ever going to get. And if you don't believe me, go back and watch my morning show. On JeremyHerald.com. Now let's get to it. First and foremost section, please lift up your cups. And let's have our first slurp of the evening so we can get some fuel in this fire. Here we go. I want to show you a series of videos right now. I want to show you a series of videos that I put together, especially for you for tonight. Now, most... Most everybody that watches my show or watches RAV every day, you already know what I'm about to show you, and you already you 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 think along the same lines as I think, okay? But this series of videos is put together for a very important person: you, the independent; you, the undecided. And you the who have never voted before, but this might be my first time, and I don't know which side I want to vote for. I want to show you a series of videos right now of lies, pointing fingers, pathetic hypocrisy, and just utter failure. And this is from your current leaders in Washington, D.C., over this whole migrant thing, all right? First of all, I'd like to go ahead and show you this picture right here. Um, We are going to rename Martha's Vineyard Migrants Vineyard, ladies and gentlemen, as you see right there on your screen. Migrants, Migrants Vineyard. And as you can see, Ron DeSantis' face laughing on the front of that plane. President Donald Trump up there and, of course, all the illegal aliens crossing into (laughs) Migrants Vineyard. It is no longer going to be Martha's Vineyard after today. It is now known as Migrants Vineyard. Now, let's get back to this. I want to show you a series of videos here, like I promised you, of just utter incompetence, utter failure, um, and... And finger pointing. First video is going to be from uh, from Fox News that was there on the on the ground when the migrants first showed up to Kamala Harris's house, and they asked these migrants, these illegal aliens, these criminals, really is what they are in reality. Whether you like to call them that or not, that's what they are. They asked these criminals, um, "What's the border really like?" Because our administration, our leadership at the top, tells us the border is closed for business. It's not what they think. Check it out. Uh, said that the border is closed. Is the border closed? Do you believe that the border is closed or is it open? It's open, not closed. The border is open. The border is open. Do you believe that all the migrants believe that the border is open? Yeah, everybody believes that the border is open. It's open because we enter. We come in free. No problem. Vice President Harris there it is. Uh, said. There it is. Okay. That- 
It's open. It's free. It's open because we come right in. No problem. It's wide open. Everybody knows that it is wide open. Hold on. Everybody knows that it's wide open. Now I want to show you another video. This video here is uh, Secret Service and security outside of Kamala Harris's residence. Uh, obviously protecting Kamala Harris's, the vice resident's home. But it's really weird here because gates, wall, wall around her uh, property, uh, vice president's property, there is gates like, I don't know, 10, fo- 10 feet tall, black gates, and there's guards and Secret Service all over the place. Why? Why are they blocking the illegal aliens from entering? Why do walls work there? And why does security get to work there? Armed security that you pay for, but you can't have it at the southern border. The utter hypocrisy is disgusting. After all, you just heard what that gentleman just said. The border's wide open. We came in. Check this out. We're just watching our uh, residents. And were you, were you notified that they were coming, that these migrants would be showing up? I have no comment. Do you know where they where they need to go from here? Or are you just trying to make sure they stay away from the border fence? I have no comment. Yeah, just uh, making sure that everybody's safe and away from our fence. Wow, look at that. We're just watching our... Uh, making sure that, that, that everybody's safe and they're away from our fence, says the Secret Service. I just think it's so weird because Kamala Harris's Secret Service is protecting the border of her home that we pay for, by the way. From illegals that were just dropped off off of, I don't know, pure, you know, irony. But she's allowed to have walls, armed guards, armed police protecting the borders of the home, again, that we pay for. But she wants to strip American, uh, Americans of the exact same securities of, 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 the, of America. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? And that's why I think... This is God's way of showing the regular everyday people, you, the voter, the undecided. I think this is God's way of showing you, hey, vote Republican. Now, Kamala Harris actually had an opportunity to answer questions about this today. Today. Now, remember, she is the border czar. I wouldn't really call her a czar. I would say that the the, the resident in the White House tasked her, the cackling jackal, Kamala Harris, to make sure that she secured the border. She was asked about it today. She didn't really have much to say. Let's go to that clip. Vice President Harris, any comment on the migrants that were dropped off at the Naval Observatory? Oh, whoa, not even a laugh? Not even a laugh, no comment whatsoever. No comment whatsoever from the cackling jackal who's always got something to say. So you see what we see here? We saw the first uh, video which was the illegal criminal who came into the border, came across the border, who's not seeking asylum, by the way, just coming here, like he said, wide open. He says wide open. Then we go to Kamala Harris's house where she's got a border wall, a border fence, and armed guards keeping the illegals away from the house. Why? Isn't that racist? Then we go to Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris, what's going on? And she doesn't even have anything to say. Oh, but it gets even better, ladies and gentlemen. Because now we've got the garbage pail kid of the White House, mean Jean Corrine Pierre, who is just pointing fingers and saying it's not our fault. It must be the last administration. We don't know what to do. It must be the DOD or the Department of Defense. Go ask them. We don't know. Go ask Homeland Security. We don't know. This is the same administration who's been touting how great they are, but they don't know. Pointing fingers. What about the buck stops with them? 
because we didn't see busloads of illegals um, trucked all over the United States back in 2017, 2018. For the migrants, though, who are saying that the border is open, I mean, today we talked to a few who arrived in D.C. Um, they said that the border is open. We know it's open because we come, we enter, no problem. We haven't heard a message from the administration in a few months telling people not to come. Um, we've heard you guys talking about trying to make it a more orderly process, but you're not telling people not to come. So Department of Homeland Security, uh, Secretary Mayorkas has been very clear. Uh, he was on TV recently talking about this, talking about the work uh, that they do. Um, and so I will leave it to the Department of Homeland Security to speak to that uh, specifically. Uh, but again, this is a broken system uh, and we, are, we, we want to see Congress act. We want to see bipartisanship uh, to fix the immigration system. We are fixing, uh, trying to fix a system that was decimated by the last administration. And uh, again, we are calling for Congress to take action. Well, there you go. We're calling for Congress to take actions. It's Mayorkas's fault. It's the last administration's fault. It's Congress's fault. It clearly isn't our fault, says the garbage pail kid of the White House. It's clearly not our fault, says Mean Gene Kareen. Deflects. Is that the leadership that you want in the White House independence? Hey, undecideds, is that the first, is that, is, 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 is that the uh, leadership that you want in the White House? For those who have never voted before, is that the first time you ever want to vote is for that? Do you want to vote for a bunch of I don't knows? It's not our faults and they did it? You got to ask yourself that very real question. And if the answer is no, then you better vote Republican this time around. It doesn't make you a Republican. It makes you smart. It makes you appear to have a brain. And now I want to go to one more clip before we go to our next commercial break, and that is what I titled tonight's show. President Trump today was on the Hugh Hewitt show, and President Trump said this, there will be big problems, the likes of which we have never seen before, speaking on the possibility of the DOJ illegally indicting Mr. President Trump. Let's go ahead and uh, play that clip, shall we? From Hugh Hewitt's show. Check this out. Uh, you know the you know, old we've saying. Had, we've had an amazing, we had an amazing four years. You, you, oh, come on. A prosecutor can indict a ham sandwich if they want to. I'm just asking, if there is such a prosecutor and they indict you, would that deter you from running for president again? I don't think the people of the United States would stand for it. And as you know, if a thing like that happened, I would have no prohibition against running. You know that. You've already I do. And that's what I want people to understand. That would not take you out of the arena. It would not. But I think if it happened, I think you'd have problems in this country, the likes of which perhaps we've never seen before. I don't think the people of the United States would stand for it. What kind of problems, Mr. President? I think they'd have big problems. Big problems. I just don't think they'd stand for it. They will not They will not sit still and stand for this ultimate of hoaxes. We went through phony impeachments. We went through phony Mueller reports that came out with no collusion. We, we came everything that they've done to try and stop progress. And on top of that, I did more than virtually any. Pre you take a look with the biggest tax cuts, with the rebuilding of our military, with all of the things we've done. I don't think the people of this country would stand for it, now, especially now, since the, they know 
especially you, since they know I'm totally innocent. You know. I agree with President Trump there. The people of this great country will not stand for something like that, especially because we know that President Trump is totally innocent. Let me know in the comment section or email jeremy at jeremyharrell.com and let us know what you think. Would you stand for it? Be right back. Would you stand for it? That is the question. Would you stand for it? I don't think the people of this country would. I think President Trump is saying very nicely, I don't think the people are going to stand for that, Hugh. What do you mean, sir? The people aren't going to stand for it. I mean what I mean. I don't think the people are going to stand for that, Hugh. President Trump is all, I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, they don't want to go down that road. And you know what I liked about that is President Trump cleared up what everybody, if President Trump gets indicted, he's not going to be able to run again. Yes, he can. It does not bar him from running for office. It does not bar him from winning. If they do indict him, and I don't think they will, but if they do, he's still going to win. He's not going to go to prison. It's only going to be a 24-hour smear campaign like everything else. It's not, it's, I wish they'd just give up now because it's over with. It's absolutely over with. Anyway, big shout out to our sponsor, Home Title Lock. HomeTitleLock.com. Home Title Lock. Lock your home down. First of all, declare your independence from our very Marxist and communist government and then lock down your home so other foreign governments can't steal it. Enjoy total peace of mind at your home when your home title is being watched 24 hours a day by highly uh, skilled professionals who scour the internet constantly for anybody who is trying to steal your home. That's the great thing about it, ladies and gentlemen. They just don't wait for it to happen. They're out there actively looking to see if anybody's got anything connected with your title. As a Home Title Lock member, you'll never have to worry about home title theft ever again because even in the unlikely event that you have to go to court and you have to fight all these fraudulent charges, they will help you every step of the way. You will not go broke fighting, uh, fighting people in court, trying to find out who did it, which you never will. You will not have to pay for an attorney for pennies on the day. Pretty much that's all it is, folks. Their U.S.-based title restoration experts will take care of virtually everything uh, to help you reclaim your title. And it's not a joke. It isn't a joke. This isn't one of these, oh, sham wow commercials. And I do want to tell you guys this. For the last three weeks, I have had something in my house. Because I told you I would never, ever, ever take on a sponsor. If we got rid of a sponsor, I'd never take on another one. While we are in this gap of needing, of, of needing income, I would never take something that I did not do myself. And for the last three weeks, I've had something in my house. Tomorrow, I'm going to show you what that is. Because we do have a new sponsor. And, I, and I, like I said, three weeks it's been in my house. And tomorrow, I'm going to reveal to you what it is and what we've been doing. But anyway, HomeTitleLock.com is in the description of the Rumble link. Check it out. And uh, protect your home today. Because Jeremy Harrell said so. No, not because I said so. <laughs> you should just call them yourself and you make up your own mind, okay? All right, here we go. 
Welcome back to Live from America, folks. God bless you. Thank you for being here. Big shout out to the Getter Live Rav Chat. Big shout out to the Getter LFA family. And big shout out to the Rumble LFA family. We're bringing it together. We're honing this craft, ladies and gentlemen. And we are spreading patriotism. We are spreading the gospel. We are spreading the truth. We are spreading inspiration. We are spreading positivity. We are spreading the fact that there is somebody out there to lean on. You have somebody out there that you can lean on. You have somebody out there that you have something in common with. You have somebody out there that's fighting the same fight as you, most likely right in your same town, probably right on your own block. So make sure that you are loud, like our good friends Sean Farish and Kevin Smith from The Loud Majority. Make sure that you are loud and proud about two things, your God and your party. Your, your Republican Party, I should say. And if you're a Democrat, yeah, whatever. Anyway, moving on. Uh, another FBI whistleblower has come forward, ladies and gentlemen. This may, I don't even know how many this makes. Can we get an actual, we get a, uh, an actual number on how many FBI whistleblowers have come forward since August 8th? I want to hit the people with that fact. We got to figure that out, and hopefully I can get that to you by the end of the show or by tomorrow. How many FBI agents have now come forward since August 8th? A lot, as President Trump would say. A lot, believe me, okay? But another FBI whistleblower has now come forward to Jim Jordan and revealed that woke analysts within the FBI, that means just hired help, Woke, hired help, probably with face piercings, purple hair, haven't brushed her teeth in 17 weeks. You know, those kind of people. Woke analysts within the FBI are tasked with labeling individuals or groups within the United States terrorist groups, domestic terrorist groups. And ladies and gentlemen, the latest whistleblower came out and said that this woke analyst within the FBI labeled a veteran-operated group as an American terrorist operation. These people that fought for our country, these people that put their name on the line to go and fight for your freedom, your right to vote, your right to even just say the things that we say every day, my right to do this show. A whistleblower revealed that the FBI labeled a veteran-led organization as a terrorist, domestic terrorist group. Ranking member of the House Judiciary Committee, Representative Jim Jordan, in a letter to the FBI Director Ray, said that a whistleblower came forward and revealed a woke analyst labeled American Contingency, which is a veteran-led group, a domestic violent extremist organization. A, a violent extremist organization. So here's the thing. Extremists because they believe in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Not even necessarily President Trump. Violent because they are trained in the art of war by our government. Domestic because they're here. And group because there's many. You see how they use these words? It disgusts me, especially when they're doing it with veterans uh, who serve this country. A veteran-led group, American contingency was already cleared by the FBI as a non-threat in 2020. But this woke analyst, according to the FBI whistleblower, decided to target the group again. Representative Jim Jordan's letter referenced Project Veritas's recent report on the FBI's domestic terrorism symbols, if you remember when we covered that, uh, the symbols guide on the militia violent extremists. According to the document leaked to Project Veritas, there's a partial list of domestic terrorism symbols, and we went through those, but I will go through them again. 
One uh, is a leaked, uh, was a leaked document that was labeled unclassified law enforcement sensitive, and it was for FBI internal use only. And it got leaked out to Project Veritas, I think about five to seven weeks ago. Under the symbols category of the document, 2A is listed with the following explanation. MVEs, we explained what that was justify their existence with the Second Amendment due to the mention of a well-regulated militia. It's in the Constitution, as well as the right to bear arms. It's in the it's a right. It's not a privilege. Revolutionary war imagery such as the Gads, uh, the Gads, Gadsden flag, which, by the way, Ted Cruz showed you is on his boots that he wears into the Senate every single day, and the Betsy Ross flag, all cited as symbols of terrorism. The whistleblower information suggests that the FBI opened an investigation into the American citizen and deemed him a potential threat simply because he exercised his First Amendment right to speak out in protest of the government, Jordan wrote of the American contingency founder Mike Glover. Even after the FBI determined in 2020 that the American contingency was not a threat, the FBI still labeled the group as a violent extremist group In an official FBI alert, Representative Jim Jordan asked Director Ray to provide all documents and communications referring or relating to the FBI's domestic terrorism symbols. Mike Glover is a veteran doing good work out there, but some woke analyst at the FBI says, we're going to investigate this guy, Jordan said. Um, There's going to be more coming from Jim Jordan. He promises more. But here's what I find interesting. What I find interesting, folks, is the FBI, the, the, the whistleblowers within the FBI, the ones that are still good and like, man, I don't want to, I cannot be, I, I cannot be a, we were just following orders. We were just following orders. No, they don't want to do that. They don't want to be the brown shirts. And they're coming for it. What I love about it is they're going to people like Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan, you know, is going to be a solid guy. I know, he's, I know that he has put his support behind Kevin McCarthy before, and I understand the game of politics. I wish we wouldn't play them, but I do know for sure that Jim Jordan is a solid guy. So big shout out to Jim Jordan for being able to, to have the trust of the whistleblowers within these alphabet agencies. But again, ladies and gentlemen, a number, a record number of whistleblowers since August 8th, because people have had enough. And if, and if, the, and if the people within the FBI have had enough, then you know darn well the American citizen, the voter, the taxpayer have also had enough. It's not just us. We're no longer in an echo chamber, okay? We were just following orders, sir. No, we are no longer an echo chamber. And these people are not going to be brown shirts. Now, here's another big shocker, ladies and gentlemen. As Americans are hurting right now, financially crushed, very little hope, no faith in our leadership, no matter which side of the aisle you claimed you ride with, That is why, ladies and gentlemen, it's so tough to talk about this because as we send money to Ukraine, as businesses shut down, as you're paying $1,000 more a month to live and barely making it, we've got our servicemen and women now on food stamps because they can't even make a living and their families at home can't make a living any longer because of this Biden administration. We find out today through the Inspector General report that over $1.3 billion, let me say that again, $1.3 billion. Do you know how much a billion is? Do you know how much a billion is? A billion is $999,999,999 plus one. That's how much a billion is. $999 million. You and I could live the rest of our life off a million dollars. And over a billion went to COVID relief companies and individuals 
who were outside the country, foreign, foreign applicants, were sending billions of dollars to the leather thong wearing Vladimir Zelensky, raping our own taxpayer of every dime they make. Forcing them to pay for the millions of people coming across the southern border. And then we find out that $1.3 billion of COVID relief funds went to applicants with foreign internet addresses. 46,006, or excuse me, 41,638 loans were given to foreign applicants between March 20th, 2020 and November 12th, 2021. 3,097 of them were given to applicants in high-risk terrorist countries. The Small Business Administration gave $1.3 billion in COVID disaster relief to people that belong to terrorist countries while you suffer. That is, this whole episode today should be for the undecided voter. This whole episode today should be for the independent who says, I don't know if I want to go Democrat. This whole episode today should also go towards the people that are on the Democrat Party that are not this new wave of Democrats, that are the old school Democrats. This is for you. Wake up. Do not vote Democrat again. If you ever loved this country, if you ever loved our culture, if you ever loved that red, white, and blue behind me, then you need to vote Republican at least this time. Wake up and smell the coffee. We'll be right back. Wake up and smell the coffee, folks. This is what happens under Democrats today. I get it. JFK Democrats were not like this. And there are still many of them left, believe it or not. JFK Democrats are not that old. They're in their 60s. We need much of God, says, yes, I agree, Kara. I agree, hon. Good to see you, by the way. Oh, by the way, folks, we're at 943 Rumbles, and we have 3,300 people watching. I know we can do better than that. And here's, what, here's a challenge that I have for you. Or here's, I should, should, I should say, I, I need to ask a favor of you. When you're done this video, or even during the video, pop out real quick. Go back to the other four shows today. You don't have to go to mine. Go to the other three. Go to Loud Majority. Go to uh, It's My Turn and go to Unafraid Mike Crispy. And like all those two, rumble all those two. Can you imagine seeing all five LFA shows in the top uh, 20 on Rumble? We could do it. We could do it today. We could do it yesterday if everybody would just do that for us. And that is my ask. That's my ask. All right. (laughs) Let's let's get back from this uh, commercial break. And let's get into Hunter Biden because this story is incredible. Friggin' Hunter Biden. Ugh. Welcome back to Live from America, folks. And uh, I don't know if you know or not, but last week a new movie com- came out called My Son Hunter. Go to mysonhunter.com. We will be playing that movie right here someday. I don't know when, but we'll be streaming that movie from out of here because I think everybody in the world needs to see it. But go to mysonhunter.com and watch that movie. And that's a good segue right now. And I don't get paid to say that. I just think the world needs to see who Hunter Biden really is. I think the world needs to see the Biden crime family for what it really is. And big shout out to the producers who made that movie because I hear it's doing very, very well. Speaking of Hunter Biden, while Hunter Biden flies around on Air Force One, 
while Hunter Biden flies around on Marine One, while Hunter Biden enjoys Secret Service security, while Hunter Biden flies around high as a kite, Mike Lindell's being raided at a Hardee's for his cell phone, Jeremy Harrell's getting FBI knocking on his door, Steve Bannon is perp-walked, People are arrested daily, but nobody cares about my son, Hunter. Well, ladies and gentlemen, here's an uh uh-oh moment for Hunter. Hunter Biden has asked a court to recalculate his child support payments. Just when you think that this guy couldn't become any more of a deadbeat scumbag, he wants to pay less money to the children that he has fathered. He's now asked a judge to recalculate his child support payments, citing a change in finances. What happened, Hunter? Flying a little bit too close to the sun for daddy? Flying a little bit too close to the sun for Uncle uh, Barack? Flying a little bit too close to the sun for all that laundering going through Ukraine and other places? Hmm. But like I said, just when you think this guy couldn't get any lower, he, the millionaire who's got Secret Service protection flying around on Air Force One, literally asks a judge to lower his child support payments. What an absolute scumbag. Hunter Biden is asking a judge to recalculate his child support payments to the Arkansas woman citing a substantial material change in his financial circumstances, including but not limited to his income. I wonder why. As a result, he do, does he even have a job? Does the guy have a job? Or does he just snort lines his entire life? Can't get me for defamation because that's true. As a result, the existing child support calculation is not in compliance with revised administrative order 10, he alleged, referring to the state's guidelines for child support. Biden, the son of Captain Corn Pop, filed his motion to reset child support Monday in Independence County, where the initial paternity action originated and where the child and her mother, London Roberts, reside. The attorney for London Roberts has expressed skepticism over the claims from Hunter Biden saying, ultimately, this is going to require us to look deeply into Hunter's finances. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) An insider who talked to the Daily Mail doubted this plea from Hunter would work. The insider tells DailyMail.com, Hunter's going to be raked over the coals on this one. You know how, this is how dumb these people are. They literally open up their own can of worms and then they get basically a can of whoop you know what opened up on them. They're so dumb. If he thinks London is just going to uh, acquiesce to any claim of dire circumstance, he needs to think again. Not being part of the child's life is one thing. Not that London would ever want that. Yeah, who would, right? Let's get naked and smoke crack. Mm, You feel that? I wouldn't want that as my dad. But not supporting her financially as he should quite. That's quite another story. And where is he living again? Oh, yes, a fancy house in Malibu with Secret Service detail. One of the richest towns in the country. But he's got to pay lower child support. What an absolute scumbag. You know what I'm saying? I mean, let's get off the fact that, you know, they're making fun of him for all the crack and all that stuff. That's eh, it's part of politics. 
But to not want to financially support the child that you fathered, citing that you, you don't have enough money, I just don't have any, I have no patience for that. I have zero patience for that kind of crap. Kimmy says, stop buying crack and pay your child support. <laughs> it's a, hey, that's about as simple as you can get, Kimmy. Ozzy says, wow, he's setting himself up. Yep. Accept your child, Biden. Accept your grandchild. Stop ignoring her. Says 8212. Chavez says, doesn't Hunter use his crack pipe to make his paintings? <laughs> he is a loser, says Salty Debbie. Let's go over and see what they're saying over on Getter. I just hope they arrest him for his host of crimes. No, I do too. I do too. That's what happens when your daddy is the biggest drug trafficker in the country, says Kitty Six. Cecil says, scumbag swamp donkey. I don't disagree. Hey, pay your child support. Now, speaking of the Bidens, let's go to Delaware real quick because I've got some great news coming out of Delaware, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready for this? Ho, ho, ho. Buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. It's about to get bumpy. Delaware judge rules a vote by mail violates Delaware state constitution and cannot and will not and won't not, whatever words you want to use, will not be used this November. A Delaware uh, judge yesterday ruled vote by mail violates the state's constitution, will not be used in the November election. The judge also upheld Delaware's new same-day registration law. Quote, our Supreme Court and this court have consistently stated that those circumstances are exhaustive. Vice Chancellor Nathan Cook wrote, Therefore, as a trial judge, I am compelled by precedent to conclude that the vote-by-mail statutes attempt to expand absentee voting must be rejected. Democrats across the country are ramming through vote-by-mail bills because it makes it easier for them to cheat. A Delaware judge ruled that the new vote-by-mail law enacted earlier this year is definitely unconstitutional and that voting-by-mail cannot be used in the upcoming November uh, midterms. Julianne Murray, an attorney for the plaintiffs, challenging the vote-by-mail statute, said that she was glad that the judge carefully studied Delaware's constitution and the court proceeding in making his determination. Quote, he started on the Constitution Convention of 1897 and worked his way all the way through, said Murray, who is the Republican nominee for attorney general in November. Jane Brady, a retired judge and former Delaware attorney general, who also represented plaintiffs in the lawsuit, said that mail-in voting does not comport with the Constitution. Quote, I believe that the legislature has known from day one that they needed a constitutional amendment to do this. Nothing that, um, she added, noting that lawmakers acknowledging during debates or acknowledge during debates on the legislation that could likely face a court challenge. I'm sure it will, but the fact of the matter is, ladies and gentlemen, that's good news. So a round of applause for the people of Delaware. You know what? Every single time that we see something like this happen, we've got to highlight it because what it does is it inspires other states and other cities uh, to do this same thing. There's a lot of people out there that want to do something, but they're afraid to do it. Like I said, once Carrie Lake becomes the governor of, of, of uh, Arizona and she declares a southern border invasion, you're going to see other um, governors pony up and do the same kind of thing because all it takes is for one person to, exa- uh, to, exa- um, to show some courage. 
one person to show some courage and one person can change the world. That's it. We'll be right back and you're going to want to stay for this last segment right after this. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a heck of a show for you today. Uh, with you, being with you, doing the show for you. Today was uh, t- The show today was on fire. I loved it. Uh, the hosts are doing a great job. Again, just go and rumble them. If we could end up with 1,500 rumbles on here tonight, I would be ecstatic. So if anybody's watching on Getter or anywhere else, please come over. If you're watching on True Social, because you can watch it right there as well, please come over and just give us a rumble. Every one of the shows today, I keep all the shows on the rumble page in order. And then the short clips are in between them. Uh, to be honest with you, between the short clips and the rumbles, we could take over everything on Rumble. It would, be, it would just be called LFA instead of Rumble. But I would appreciate that. And before we get back to this commercial break, I'd also like to highlight our other sponsor here on uh, Live from America, who's now been with us going on three months, and that's Gold Co., ladies and gentlemen. For a sponsor to be with a conservative show like this, a very biased Christian show like this, you know it's a good sponsor and you know they're good people. Are they out there making a dollar? Of course they are. This is called capitalism. But it does not hurt if you are scared of what's coming to at least give them a call. It doesn't hurt. The call is free. You'll probably get some free stuff out of it. You'll at least get an understanding of how it all works. A lot of people just have a lot of questions on how it works to invest in gold and silver. You can buy in for as little as 1250 bucks buying coins, which is probably the smartest thing to do unless you've got a lot of money. I don't. But if you do and you got a lot of money, you can invest right into a, a, an IRA or transfer everything right over from your 401k as well or portions of it. It's up to you. It's all... Um, customizable to your income and and your savings. So go to goldcode.com or call 855-559-3433, goldcode.com, and you can click link uh, right over from my Rumble page as well. Amanda says, this show was on fire tonight. I will repost the short clips. Thank you. Round of applause for Eli, says Carol. Hey, you know what else I'd like to do before we come back? I'd like to thank the following people for donating on JeremyHerald.com. Barry Watson, $50. Um, Jennifer Jap- uh, Jasperson, God bless you, uh, uh, $30. Michelle Aguilard, $50. Christina Mosier, $5. John Raish, $20. Julie Brunswick, $50. Jennifer Maroon, $50. Linda Majaya, Sam and Linda Majaya, I love you guys so much, $100, Karen, and, uh, Karen Hamill, $25, uh, Tamara Lehman, Gina Harris, Johanna Drail, Draley, Sylvia Lebrano, Kimberly Holiday, Michael Weed, Carol Little, Teresa Caraview, and Dennis Malakowski. Thank you for your kindness for keeping life from America afloat. I know things aren't easy, and I every single day, I every day, I say to myself, how do people help out so much? It's so crazy. And the Rumble Rants that are coming in, they go to our Slurp Fund. They help out great people around the country. And, of course, they help out Eli, keeping him um, employed as well. And uh, Roxanne gave $50 for the Vacation Home Fund that she donated to us in October. Ladies and gentlemen, I will be on vacation in October, but don't worry, I will have a fill-in. All right. My, be- my favorite part of the show is right now because I could not wait to show you this video. So let's come back. Here we go. All right. Thank you guys very much for sticking around tonight. God bless you. God bless Real America's Voice News. God bless the LFA family. God bless this partnership, getting out the gospel, getting out the word. It's, it's truly amazing. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the other day I went golfing with Eli. We were in a golf, uh, charity golf tournament that LFA uh, helped sponsor. 
And uh, it was a charity for first responders. And we got to the golf course, which I love golfing, by the way. If you ever want to show me a good time, let's go golfing. Uh, I get, we get to the golf course, and there's a, there's a transgender flag in the window. No other flag, no American flag, no LGB flag, nope, just a trans flag. And I didn't get mad. I didn't get upset or anything like that. I just let it blow off, whatever it is, what it is. But I got to thinking while I was out there, isn't that what that right there behind me stands for? Isn't the red, white, and blue behind me, which stands for underprivileged people, people that need hope, people that need help, isn't that what that stands for? Doesn't the red, white, and blue basically encompass all those other inferior flags out there that somebody's trying to get attention by waving? That's what I thought. That's what I always thought. I thought that Old Faithful represented all of that. If you're with me, let me know. Let me know in the comment section of social media. Rumble and share it if you believe me. And also send me an uh, email at jeremy at jeremyherald.com. I thought that the flag, the red, white, and blue, the bars of the red, white, and blue, the stars and bars behind me, I thought that stood for everybody in America. One justice for all. That's what I thought. Now you get a bunch of whiny crybabies out there that go, well, that's not true because if that was true, then all trans people would be accepted. It's not that you're not accepted. You might not be embraced, but you're accepted. If you weren't accepted, then you'd have a bullet in your head from some crazy person out there that does not believe in what you believe in. You are protected in the United States by our first responders, by our cops, by our constitution, by the rule of law. It is okay for you to have a drag show with kids for crying out loud. Don't tell me that that red, white, and blue back there does not stand for your freedoms too. Now, I want to play a video for you that I saw today scrolling through Getter. Big shout out, Jason Miller. Big shout out, Getter. And I thought it summed it up perfectly for me. And it should sum it up perfectly for all of you. Check out this video that I saw today. Welcome to the United States of America. With the red, white, and blue, and this thin blue line means something. This flag right here represents you and I. Indivisible, under God, is what that means. That means unseparable. That means we stand strong as a nation and as people. This flag, same representation, but this is for law enforcement and first responders. The issue I'm having right now is people around America have set a great divide and they're wanting to blame it on the American flag and on this thin blue line. The thin blue line keeps us safe. When you're out there in the streets acting like a fool and you get shot, who's saving your butt? The police are catching the people that shoot you. The first responders, EMTs and medical personnel, they're the ones that are saving your lives. But you show disrespect to this flag? For what? It is time for you to get your head on straight and show some love. Show some support. Men and women around the world have died for this flag. God bless. I'll tell you what, that right there, that video right there brought tears to my eyes and it gave goosebumps up and down my body, ladies and gentlemen. The red, white, and blue encompasses everything. Remember that. Remember that. And just because you're not embraced for your lifestyle does not mean that you're not accepted, does not mean that you're not a fellow American, and does not mean that we don't respect you. We love you. We love you. We just don't embrace certain lifestyles. And that's what makes America strong is our differences. Just don't sexualize children and you're okay. Folks, that's going to do it for Live from America. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Please visit JeremyHarrell.com. Follow us on Rumble, LFA TV. And ladies and gentlemen, God bless you. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face and keep spreading that gospel. Have a great night. I love you all. Peace. Rebirth of America. Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we won't.